Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Man, get ready. Every LSU fan that is out there, all of you that are watching, all of you that are listening, get ready because as Kevin Hart would say, it's about to go down. I see a lot of comments. I'm just going to throw up the first one. Uh, Devin said, no, that's not Devin. Uh, Lane said, ask Blake, is Pete's a home run higher? We're going to get to that. I promise you. I'm going to tell you what this means, what's going on between all of this. Is it leaked? And why LSU did leak it? Why everyone's coming out with why this is happening? I'm going to tell you why LSU leaked it and why you're hearing these people's names come up. Now, Marcus Freeman, let's go. He's going to be coming in. Jake Pete's is going to be coming in. DJ Mangus, who we've talked about for a very long time on this show, also going to be coming in for an interview. But we're going to talk about all this. What does it mean? Is LSU in a bidding war? Also, tonight at 10 o'clock on WBRZ, check out your boy on WBRZ. We'll be there with Matt Trent, and we'll be talking. I know I went there Saturday, and we talked a little bit, but it'll be airing tonight at 10 p.m. Central Time. But before we get to all that, before we get to everything, 
do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Everybody, subscribe to our YouTube page at RU Series Sports. We will be doing a $100 gift card giveaway from this point forward into the end of the month if you so go and subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. And we greatly appreciate our partners over at Believe Podcast. But before we get started, we have to pay some bills around this thing, and none better than our good friends over at GM Varnado and Sons. GM Varnado and Sons has faithfully been serving your Denim Springs and Baton Rouge area for over 62 years. With their highly trained technicians, there's absolutely nothing that they can't do. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, truck repair, routine maintenance, tire repair, tire replacements, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. And tell them Blake Rafino over at AYS sent you by. And if that car is just not working anymore, go over to Robinson Brothers Ford. Or go over to Robinson Brothers Ford Lincoln. To see our good friend, Mr. Woody Clark. All you got to do is go to RobinsonBrothersFord.com to see all of their fantastic inventory or give them a call today at 225-603-5432. That's 225-603-5432. And tell them Blake Rafino over at AYS since you own by. Okay, I'm not ignoring the comments. I see a lot of it is coming in here. I'm going to get to your comments. So continue to comment. Do the hashtag Ask Blake as always. I'm going to get to your comments. But we got to get in this coaching search first. Number one, I'm going to tell you right now that LSU has leaked this. No one's going to tell you that. No one's going to tell you that. Now, well, Blake, obviously they leaked it. So the leak had to come from somewhere. I get that. I get that. But stay with me here. Stay with me. There are two individuals that are getting interviewed by LSU. Number one, Marcus Freeman, which I believe, quite honestly, quite honestly, might be the biggest home run hire when it comes to a coordinator position. Now, you're going to listen to this tonight on WBRZ, and I'm going to tell you this right now, right here. The reason you didn't, and (laughs) I know we've talked about Barry Odom, but Barry Odom was probably and still might be on the top list for Ed Orgeron and the LSU Tigers, even though Marcus Freeman is still out there. But a guy by the name of Steve Sarkeesian is now the head coach at the University of Texas, and you're not going to get in a bidding war for Barry Odom with the University of Texas. You're not going to do that. So what? this is 1A, 1B, or 1A, 1B, Marcus Freeman, Barry Odom from LSU. I promise you this. That is the two. Now Marcus Freeman is coming in and doing the interview. But also the offensive coordinator. Now we were hearing it yesterday, and let me make this very clear because there's a lot of people reporting that Jake Peets is now the offensive coordinator. No, he's getting an interview. There's a very big difference from getting an interview and actually being the offensive coordinator. Now, Pete Thamel came with it this morning. There was some kind of complications on when the interview would take place. He's got a big family. His wife just had a baby not too long ago. I think maybe their fourth or fifth child. But he is coming in to do an interview along with DJ Mangus. So what is LSU really doing here? Well, number one, if they go get Marcus Freeman and if they go get Jake Peets and DJ Mangus, they're going to get young, y'all. You have been asking Ed Orgeron. Go get younger coaches, and they are. Marcus Freeman is the hottest D.C. candidate out on the market. No question about it. Absolutely zero question about who Marcus Freeman is and what he wants to do. Now, the biggest question has been, the biggest question has been, what will Marcus Freeman do because he does run a 3-3-5 base? I'm not sure. And look, my son Ben's really, yeah, he's saying, go get Freeman. Go get Freeman. 
Everybody in the comments, go with me. Go get Freeman. Well, he's actually coming to you, but regardless. The matter of the fact is, with all these players coming back, Glenn Logan announced today, your entire defensive line is coming back for the LSU Tigers in 2021. It don't matter what front he's about to run. This dude, this ambitious guy who has gone out of interviews after a bowl game after the loss of Georgia, gone in multiple interviews and says, my goal is I want to be a head coach. And I know what a lot of people are going to say, and I get it. Well, Blake, we don't want him for here for one year and then him leaving to go get a head coaching job. If he leaves LSU to go get a head coaching job, if he does come in, that I might add, that means that LSU is having a lot of success. Dave Aranda just went to Baylor not two seasons ago, and they you won the national title. So that's that's very, very key. I will tell you this, and you can mark this down. Jake Peets and Marcus Freeman are the one the guys that they want to go get along with DJ Mangus as passing game coordinator. A lot of questions are going to be coming up on Russ Callaway. It looks like he's still going to get an on-field position, but where's it going to be? But those are the two guys on both sides of the football. So let's break them down. Jake Peets is an interesting, interesting topic. Now, it's about two weeks. I'm going to say a good two weeks ago. Maybe two and a half weeks ago, we started hearing rumblings at AYS that Ed Orgeron contacted Joe Brady. Let me stop and pause right there. Remember when Joe Brady went to Carolina and everybody said, hey man, you know what? Ed's really, really pissed off at, at Joe Brady for leaving. He's really ticked off, man. He's really, really ticked off. Well, his first call, his very first call when an offensive coordinator position came up, who did he call? Joe Brady. Now, I know that everybody wants Joe Brady to come back, and I get that. He's not coming back. Here's what I was told. I was told that there was four individuals that Joe Brady gave him, three of them being in the NFL, and Joe Moorhead, who's the offensive coordinator out in Oregon. Well, now you know two guys of, of those names that he went and got. <laughs> they're coming to do interviews, and they're gonna. he's more than likely going to be your guy. Again, he's not it yet. So this is a very fluid situation. So everybody watching... Please understand that this is and always will be a fluid situation. Until that dotted line is signed, until either one of those guys sign their name, it's going to be a fluid situation. But I think it's interesting. Jake Peets was going to be the offensive coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts uh, a few seasons ago. Now, some things shucked, uh, you know, changed and things didn't happen. Uh, I forget the Rudy Poo's name out with the Patriots. Oh, why is the offensive coordinator's name slipping my mind right now? It's like I get on live and he, he's slipping my name. But he was going to be the next offensive coordinator. He is and will continue to be a guy like Joe Brady, a young, innovative mind that people want on their staff. I think I'm not going to – it's not going to be the Josh McDaniels. That's it. Thank you, Josh McDaniels. It's not going to be the flashy, the guy that you're going to say – Oh my God, LSU just got a home run higher. But a guy that likes to run the RPO, a guy that knows how to run the RPO, and a guy, quite honestly, who has got the stamp of Joe Brady and others. He's spent two stints in Alabama with Nick Saban. What, what do we know about Nick Saban? Look, we can all hate him. I don't like the short little dude. If we're going to be honest, I don't like the man. I think he's arrogant. I think that no, I'm not, I'm going to, I should be, I should be careful with that. But what do we know? Number one, he is, without a doubt, 
a sh- without a shadow of a doubt, Nick Saban is a not-miss head coach hire if you ever were to get him. If he were going to the NFL, it's a can't-miss hire. Urban Meyer, can't-miss hire. There's others. There. Bill Belichick, can't-miss hire. There's multitudes of those out there. But Nick Saban went and got this guy twice. Now, both for analyst roles, but even Nick in an article stated that Jake Peets was a guy that they learned a lot from. Now, let's just understand, Lane Kiffin was on that staff too when they learned a lot from this guy. So it's not like Lane Kiffin didn't know what he was doing anyway, but they learned a lot of innovation from Jake Peets. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say that I absolutely love the hire 100%. Yeah, let's go. But what I do trust is that Ed Orgeron, everything, look, everything failed last year. You got Linehan, who's 97 years old. Jerry Sullivan, who's 86 years old. All these old dudes that were in there, and now you're going to go get young, innovative minds that are coming in there. I shouldn't have said anything bad about their age. I shouldn't have said that. But hopefully, hopefully, you get where I'm going at. They're changing the culture at LSU. Multiple stints. He was with the Oakland Raiders. He was a running backs coach when uh, coach when Kiss, uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey had an MVP tight season. This guy can coach. He's a young, innovative mind, big family, and wants to go on. Now, I did see something today that Wikipedia put out that he's already the offensive coordinator. It's kind of like a little joke. The new offensive coordinator of the uh, LSU Tigers. No, not yet, not yet. But it's looking that way. It's absolutely looking that way. All right, I'm going to get to some of these comments. Rashad said, are rumors true that T.J. Finley is transferring? If so, why? Why? Because Max Johnson, Garrett Nussmeyer, Walker Howard, and I promise you, if Jake Peets is hired, if Jake Peets is hired, this is exactly how it's going to go. Well, Miles Brennan talked with Jake Peets. D.J. Mangus already knew uh, Miles Brennan from the past, so Miles Brennan is going to give it a go. So we don't know what Miles Brennan's going to do. The 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 uh, cracked ribs or the oblique tear. And so it looks like he might be transferring. It looks like he might be transferring. But it's okay. I don't – I think the LSU is really quarterback rich. Now, you guys know how I feel about T.J. Finley. I love him a lot. I, I wish that he could stay at LSU. But if you want to transfer, again, all power to it. All, all power to it. Let's move over to Marcus Freeman. Now, again, I'm going to tell you this. Marcus Freeman has been a lot of places. And Marcus Freeman has been a lot of places in the Midwest. Now, you do have Texas that has to fill the role. I think that it looks like they're going completely after Barry Odom, the defensive coordinator out at Arkansas. Notre Dame's defensive coordinator position is open. A Midwest guy, does he take that position? But a guy that played at Ohio State, he was, I mean, look at the stats. A fifth-round pick, ran a 4-5-40. was at the Chicago Bears, Buffalo Bills, Houston Texans, and then he retired in 2010. Then you go over to his coaching stat, or what he did in coaching. He went to Ohio State, Kent State, Purdue, and then was a co-defensive coordinator at Purdue. Purdue. And then in 2017, something magical in Cincinnati happened. He became the defensive coordinator and linebackers coach. And a, a really a defense. I mean, this is just go look at the stats. A defense that was absolutely sucky got turned around by Marcus Freeman. A young, ambitious, young family that he wants to make his mark. And he wants to be a head coach. He wants to be a head coach. You know the old saying, 
the old saying goes, um, and I hate to say it like this because it happened to me, but oh well. It's like when you get married, you get happy, and you get kind of sloppy sometimes. I mean, you know what I mean. All you married people know what I mean. Maybe that happened with Bo Pelini. Maybe a little bit that happened with Dave Aranda at the end. And then he was like, hey, man, I want a head coaching job. And all of a sudden, his defense picks back up. This guy's not going to stop. I want to make this very clear also. Ed Orgeron, the man's making $600,000 a year. One thing that life has told me is that money walks and, or money talks and bullshit walks in a freaking tightrope. Go pay that man. Oh, he wants to say, I heard somebody from Cincinnati today. Oh, he really wants to say in Cincinnati, he just wants to hear what people have to tell him. BS. Go pay that man. Go get him. He's coming to you. Go get him. Jamie says, ask Blake, what do you think about Chris Richard's uh, if no Freeman? His name has always been in there, and I know that we have talked about Chris Richard. His name was the first guy or in the bunch of guys that we talked about in the beginning. His name's going to continue to go up there. Jamie, what I will monitor, what I will continue to monitor with Chris Richard is, look, you've been out of football. Why didn't you go get another job? Why didn't you take another coaching job? in college he turned down LSU wasn't really interested the first go around when you got Pope Pelini now you want us to come back and you want to do it again hmm interesting I still think he'll be up there I still think he'll be up there Jay Samuelson says turned that Purdue linebacking core into a top 10 core nationally Justin says ask Blake have there been any rumors of Chris Richard as a fallback yes so I see a lot of people asking in reference to Chris Richard, yes, Chris Richard is a guy whose name's going to be up there. But let me tell you this, and I want to make it very clear because everybody assumes and feels as if that it's just those two guys in Chris Richard and Marcus Freeman. I don't know, and this is so fluid, we do not know what's going to happen with Barry Odom. We have no clue. I know that Texas is going to go after him, and I know that everybody wants him there at Texas, and it's Steve Sarkeesian's guy. Something off topic a little bit there. Steve Sarkeesian knew. I told you this Saturday and I told you this last Thursday. Steve Sarkeesian knew what he was doing. Like legitimately came on the show. Now he he's had the head coaching job for one day and Barry Odom's about to be there. Yeah, he knew. You don't think you don't you can't tell me that that man didn't call Barry Odom and says, Look, Barry, I'm taking the job as next head coach at Texas. Do you want to come with me or no? He's been doing vetting just as well. But you bet if you're LSU, you better be careful because Texas is out there. Notre Dame is out there. Nick Saban's on the prowl for an offensive coordinator. You better start locking stuff down, like now, because position coaches and everything, you better start locking stuff up now. Sam Bacon says, Freeman does not want to coach Rudy. We'll see. 209 viewers. See, I have split screens. So Facebook is over here, and everything I'm doing right is right here. So let's look. Yep, 211 on Facebook. How about that? I normally don't look. I mean, it's up here on the top, but I don't normally look at that. Blaine Smith says, update on Brennan, injury, and future. Uh, It's all going to depend on what Jake Peets or the offensive coordinator tells him and DJ Mangus. I think that he would feel comfortable because DJ Mangus was an analyst here last season in 2019 with Joe Brady. Um... but there are some rumors, and look, his family has always been optimistic in reference to 
uh, him coming back. They've always done that. What three or four months ago? That whenever that was, when he got hurt against Missouri, they were optimist, optimistic that he was coming back then. Um, what does Jake Peets want? I mean, assuming that he's the guy, what does he want? And you got some young bucks that's back there. You got some young bucks. Stephen Miller says Jake was on staff in 2013. The Lane Train was on there in 2014, 2016. Look, he's learned from a lot, some really good coaches. Look, he's been there. He's been in the mix with them. Um, who was he with at Oakland? I'd have to go back and research this, but I think he was a quarterback's coach when Derek Carr had his MVP-type season. That man was a quarterback's coach when a very average Derek Carr almost won an MVP. Take that for what it's worth. And now, uh, you can say what you want about Teddy Two Gloves yesterday throwing the interceptions. Some of that's on Teddy Two Gloves. Some of that's on Teddy now. Holland says, ask Blake, you heard anything about TJ transferring? Yeah, it looks like he 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 might he might be transferring. Don't know it to, for fact, but I would not be shocked one bit if TJ Finley transferred from LSU. Would not shock me in the in the in the slightest whatsoever. Uh, Mickey says, try and push for Joe Brady again. Yeah, Joe Brady's not coming. If it or you listen, let me tell you how this phone call went. Listen to me now. I I I, I just know this is how the phone call went. Bring, bring. This, I'm Coach O. AT Ball. It's Coach O. Joe Brady. Hey, Coach. I, yeah, I knew it was you. I have caller ID on my cellular phone. <laughs> well, listen, I, I, I need offensive coordinator. Steve's out. You want to come back? Well, Coach, pretty much not really. But I got a couple guys I can give to you. Why do I sound like I'm Michael Jackson? It's exactly what happened. You can't convince me one iota that that man, Ed Orsron, did not ask Joe Brady if he didn't want to come back. Come on now. Look, Ed Ed Orsron might have been born at night, but he wasn't born last night. You think he didn't shake that tree? And why is everybody's name that is coming out here tied to Joe Brady? Come on now. Y'all ain't going to convince me of that one. Something that I'm a little concerned about. Now, I'm going to give you some concerns. Okay? We've given you the positives. Now, I'm going to give you some concerns. DJ Mangus was Joe Brady's right-hand guy. Just literally his right-hand guy. The guy that he's brought everywhere with him. LSU, now the Panthers. And now Jake Peets is a guy that's the quarterback's coach. And now he's looking like he's coming, to go, going to come, or at least be in contention for LSU. Now, the Philadelphia Eagles are also looking for an uh, offensive coordinator. Does Jake Peets want to stay in the NFL? We'll have to wait and see as this continues to be fluid. Right now, it's trending really well for LSU. But if you're Matt Rule, and you're the head coach of the Carolina Panthers, and Coach O called Joe Brady, and he said, Joe, I need a guy. And he gave him the two, one that he is the most trusted advisor. And now, all of a sudden, here comes this other guy who's going to be the next OC. Something, Something's a little... I don't know if Joe Brady's kind of sending signs like, hey, y'all, I'm letting my people go like I'm Moses. Let my people go. Tell old Pharaoh, let my people go. I don't know if he's doing that or not. But what I do know is that that is something that kind of concerns me a little bit when you just let the guys walk out the building. And quite honestly, uh, Joe Brady has never 
has never coached quarterbacks. Do they have somebody in that building that can coach quarterbacks? We'll have to wait and see. Marcus Freeman doesn't really scare me any. Like, at all. Like, really at all. I, I don't know what he has done that would scare me. The only really bad thing that would happen, the only bad thing that would happen would be the fact that, hey, man, he's here and he's gone. Or, or I mean, obviously a Bo Pelini situation could happen. I'm not saying that couldn't happen, but let me tell you something. That ain't going to happen. What's today's date? The January 4th of 2021, that's not happening. That man's got too much pride in himself. That's not going to happen. The good... The good thing with Marcus Freeman, too, and why I feel kind of confident that he's going to give, really give this a big look, his entire defensive line's returning. Of all the starters for LSU's defense, whether good or bad, however you want to take it, I'm going to take it as good because I'm on a high roll, a high road right now, really excited about all these players coming back. Hey, Jabril Cox is out. Okay. Well, you got some young young, talented linebackers back there. Michael Baskerville's coming back. Damone Clark's coming back. Regardless of what those guys did on the field last season, Jacoby Stevens is leaving. Okay. So you mean to tell me two guys on your defense are leaving and really those two guys out... Well, I'm not going to say Jabril Cox, but a lot of guys were rotating in the safety and linebacker position? Okay, I'm okay with that. I'm completely okay with that. I see some of y'all's comments. Uh, Justin says, as Blake, do we lose Callaway if we get Pete and Mangus? I don't think Edwards Ron's going to let that guy walk out the building. I don't know if he's going to walk out the building. The only reason why, I, why... Why is he the only analyst that's name continues to come up? I mean, I think he's going to give him try to give him an on-field role. Uh, the question... You know, you bring up a good point here that I didn't really talk about because I don't know how much it scares me in reference to Jake Peets. He's never called plays before. Never called plays. If that, that, might, that might scare you a little bit. It doesn't scare me too much. It doesn't scare me too much because he's going to have someone right there with him in DJ Mangus. You know, look, Joe Brady never called plays before either, but he had Steve Ensminger. How would those two guys mesh? How would they get together and how would they gel? That's going to be a big question. Uh, Devin Stop says, go mustache only on WBRZ tonight, bub. I bet you won't. So, yeah, if you're just joining us, I'll be on WBRZ tonight at 10 o'clock with Matt Trent. Devin, it's actually already been recorded, brother. Already been recorded. Let me tell you this right now. If I was actually going to WBRZ tonight, I would be on this podcast with a three-piece and a soda. You heard me? No, I wouldn't have. But, no, that it's already been recorded, and it's going to be airing tonight. So... Uh, Jacob Cole says impressions, musical numbers, pop lock and drop it. Never know what you're going to get on AYS. Yeah, you never, you never going to know. And look, I'm not drinking. Y'all think that, well, Blake just acts crazy when he's drinking. Dog, I got water. And look, tell old Pharaoh. Jamar Jackson says, ask Blake, do they like recruiting? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't really know about Jake Pete's. Um, I've never really seen him on the recruiting trail. <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Marcus Freeman has been shown that he can definitely recruit and get maybe talent that he shouldn't have got to come to Cincinnati. But coordinators are not always your bigger recruiters 
They're the guys getting a lot of stuff ready for games and stuff like that. They will be big recruiters moving forward, um, but I think they'll be okay on the recruiting trail. You got to make DJ Mangus has been there before. Uh, he saw what Joe Brady had to do. Look, the gut punch. Uh, for Joe Brady when he was recruiting when he was at LSU was when he went to Florida and a recruit stood him up. You want to know the truth about Joe Brady and why he's not coming back? I forget the recruit's name, but he went down to Florida. It's kind of like the devil went down to Georgia, but Joe Brady went down to Florida and a recruit stood him up and he says, I'm out. That's why Joe Brady mostly left LSU. He hated recruiting. That man ain't coming back. He just ain't going to do it. Deion Black says, Coach O better get with the program or he's going to uh, be gone after next year. It's a lot, look, <laughs> let me know what y'all think of this comment. If Ed Orgeron has a subpar season next, next year, what y'all thinking? What you thinking? Brandon says, ask Blake, why is Gilbert not in the portal yet? Maybe he changed his mind when LSU hires an offensive coordinator. This one's going to be interesting. Eric Gilbert's going to be very, very, very interesting. The reason Eric Gilbert is going to be interesting, I'm not sure if you didn't catch what happened with Eric Gilbert, the five-star tight end out of Georgia. Let me just recap you what happened over the weekend. Or maybe you saw it on my page, maybe you didn't. He came out and said that he was going into the transfer portal. Thank you, LSU, for everything. He deleted that tweet. He came out and says, I want to thank everybody, my mom, my dad, you know, everybody. I want to thank Coach O, LSU, but I'm entering the transfer portal. He deleted it. He then goes and gets a completely different, uh, Twitter account and he's followed 11 people the only coach on there was Kirby Smart and then he deleted it and then he took his name out of the portal I don't know what's going on there there's a lot of rumors and a lot of stuff that I'm not even asking questions about like uh, uh, in-house stuff with him I don't even want to know look I just want that kid to get uh I just want him to get some help. If he needs it, I hope he gets some help. Mike Scarborough from TigerBait.com says, what in the wild world of sports is going on in here? We just talking about the new two coordinators, Mike. That's what we're talking about. That's exactly what we're talking about. All right, I'm missing some of these comments. Chase says the same thing. He says, ask Blake, why is Gilbert not in the portal? Interesting stuff, man. Interesting stuff. Jeffrey Teal says, ask Blake, Brady looking out for his homies knows they can get good money at LSU. Now, Jeffrey, that's a good point. That's a very good point. That It just scares me a little bit. Um, here's another point, Jeffrey. Why then not let DJ Mangus be the passing game coordinator with Steve Ensminger this year? Why, why let him... I get Joe Brady probably wanted him to go with him in the NFL for a year, get his feet under him, and then maybe he can do whatever he wants. But why not bring, let DJ Mangus be elevated to the passing game coordinator role? That's what doesn't make sense to me. Now, I know that he's going to be looking out for his good friend, DJ Mangus. But it's just something that, in the back of my mind, why? But I will tell you this. This is exactly if if Jake Peets and DJ Mangus is hired, exactly how the press conference is going to go. Good morning, everybody. Coach Joe. Uh, just want to like, uh, thank you all for being here. Uh, also, uh, let me tell you, I, I called uh, Coach Brady, and he said that Jake Peets and DJ Mangus was the best. I knew DJ. He, he He's a Tiger. And go Tigers. 
exactly what he's going to say. Joe Brady's offense is back. We will report this on this show. Everybody will be in here and be like, we got a Joe Brady system back. Mark my words. Exactly what's going to happen. And I ain't, I don't care. Bring that RPO game here, boy. I don't care. You, that man trusts you enough? Okay. There are some concerns. There's always just some concerns. Nick says, hashtag brag to Blake. Just had some boiled crawfish. Okay. Okay. Man, where y'all be getting them crawfish from, bro? Jacob Cole says, I think Ed O.C. will get real hot if we have another subpar season. That's why I trust these coordinator picks so much more. His job will be depending on it. That's a good point. <laughs> Ed Orgeron better nail these nail these hires. And why I feel very confident, uh, confident in Marcus Freeman. Why I feel very, very, very confident. All right, I'm going to get a couple more of these. We're going to talk about some of the guys coming back. What does it mean for LSU? Let's pay some bills around this thing. And everybody needs to go te- check out my guy because mortgage rates have never been lower. Mr. John Patton over at Area Home Lending. Guys, if you're thinking about buying a new home, saving money on that mortgage that you have now, or even doing that cash out refi, the timing has never been better. Getting called with my good friend, Mr. John Patton, today at 225-663-2500. That's 225-663-2500. Or go to areahomelending.com and fill out an application today. Also, if you mention the show, John will send his team out for a free appraisal. And for the AYS Law Firm, go to Drake Law Firm in downtown Pochettula, 164 West Pond Street, Pochettula, Louisiana. Personal injury, criminal defense, real estate and successions, they do it all. Tell them Blake Rafino over at AYS sent you by um i know we touched on this a little bit i know we touched on this a little bit i want to be i'm going to be it's going to be very interesting to see what austin deculus does very very interesting the starting right tackle for lsu i really feel good and confident that their rosenthal is going to be back if lsu goes out there if lsu goes out there and they completely and i mean completely get their entire offensive line and defensive line back with some of the guys that they're bringing in on defense. And yes, I know that they only have two guys committed in this in this class on the offensive line, but it's a it's a point of focus and I really think that they're going to get that one done. The game is won up front, ladies and gentlemen. The game is won in the trenches. So you get a lot of experience back on both sides of the football. You get guys that are extremely talented. Sometimes Sometimes, yes, were they out of position? Sure, but extremely talented. When's the last time that happened? When was the last time that LSU had a lot of senior guys return on both sides of the line of scrimmage? Oh, that's right. It was 2018 going into the 2019 season. The biggest things that you got was guys like Braden Farhoko returning. Guys like uh, Rashad Lawrence returning. Guys like Damian Lewis returning, who, by the way, everybody's saying, fire Craig, I don't get that. Damian Lewis is first-team all-rookie as a right guard at with the Seattle Seahawks. Those guys came back, and you were able to dominate up front. Clyde Edwards-Alaire at, at, I think, what was it, week 9 or week 10, uh, right before the Alabama game, was averaging, and even after the Alabama game, was averaging over 7 yards per carry. 
And we all know about the GOAT and Joe Burrow. So, <laughs> man, I, I want to make this very clear, and I'm going to get to some more of these comments. Don't forget to do the hashtag Ask Blake. I'll put it back in there for some of us that are some of you that are just joining. Uh, that is going to be dominant when you have all those guys back. Now, defensive line, for example, and a lot of people today said, well, Blake, uh, a guy like Jaqueline Roy, who was a freshman and got a lot of playing time at the end of the year last year, how does this affect a guy like him? There's no position in football. Trust me as, a collegiate, as an ex-offensive lineman, there is no position group in college football that rotates more than defensive line. It's completely fine. Braden Fajoko played his first year as a rookie and was not, did not start a game for LSU last year. And we know how, all, all know Braden Fajoko and what he did. Ryan Thibodeau says, hashtag Trenchman, you got to get the big fellas up front to be dominant. And what Ed Orsron is doing right now is a culture changer. Listen to me. The last 20 years, you have not been able to get, you have not been able to get these guys to come back. They always left, especially on the defensive side of the football. Now that they're coming back and you've got all this experience, it's going to be deadly. And this is how you win football games is by winning them in the trenches. Uh, Mickey says, shout out to Rashard Lawrence. We went to the same high school. All right, I like that. I like that. Uh, Sean says, Stephen Miller, Miles hired Aranda, I thought. He did, and then Ed Orgeron retained him. Remember, uh, Dave Aranda was going to be hired by Texas A&M in 2016 when Jimbo took over. They were high after um, Dave Aranda, and luckily, luckily, they were able to hold on to him. Tony Tubetz. What's up, Tony? I see that you got your... uh, your uh, picture back, other than the bet you lost, he says, ask Blake and more zone read runs. Please, sweet baby Jesus. Ed Orgeron confirmed what we told you at uh, AYS all that season. LSU had one running play last year. Really two, but it's not. It's the same concept. Zone blocking schemes. I hope he does that. I hope he doesn't put in this Rudy Poo. Just run zone blocking schemes, please. Uh, Chance says, ask Blake, what are you hearing about Todd Harris coming back? Looks like he's a guy that might be coming back too. Uh, have a pretty good source on that when I think he might come back. He needs to come back. Quite honestly, quite honestly, he doesn't have a choice. He doesn't have a choice. Todd Harris ain't got a choice. He's got to come back. He's got to get another year. If Marcus Freeman is going to wind up being your guy, he's going to have to come back. Shantavia says, I went to Bastrop. Well, hey, man, I went to Franklinton. You ain't going to get no love from Bastrop up in here from me, dog. I'm just joking. That's cool, bro. W. Mo says, got to respect Coach O for getting those guys to return. Go Tigers. Yeah, you got to respect it. He's working. He's working. Derek says, ask Blake, Chris Ash, get a look if Texas, uh, get a look if Texas hires Odom. Yeah, they're, they're, he's in the, he's in the conversation. Uh, another thing, and this is side note, I talked to some people today in Florida. They don't feel that Dan Mullen's going to be taking the uh, the Atlanta Falcons job. They don't believe that. Just throwing it out there. Nothing real relevant. Joshua says, "Ask Blake. I'm hearing on other uh, earlier radio shows that sh- uh, that Freeman going to be hard to get. Yeah, he is going to be hard to get. You're also LSU, and you can give him a million dollars. If I say million dollars, 
You can give him a million-dollar pay raise. He's going to be hard to get, but you got to go get him. I have, I have absolutely no fear whatsoever that LSU can't go get a guy. None. I'm not trying to be cocky here. Let me. <laughs> I'm not trying to be cocky. You're LSU. You go put your manhood on the table and you say, we win, you don't, let's go. Dave Aran is at Baylor. Joe Brady is exactly where he wants to be and is about to be a head coach in the NFL. Do I need to continue? Corey Raymond has torn... I know a lot of people want to know this. Corey Raymond has turned down multitudes and multitudes and multitudes of defensive coordinator uh, opportunities. Multitudes. It's going to get hard, but I have... No fear whatsoever that LSU should have any fear. Here's another thing that Ed Orgeron did not have in his back pocket when he made a lot of these hires. And I know that a lot of people don't like him probably being in uh, this room. He's got Scott Woodward. Scott Woodward has hired, um, what's your boy? I know Jimbo. He's hired Jimbo at Texas A&M. He got a basketball coach over at Texas A&M. I'm forgetting your boy out in Washington who was at Boise State. Uh, Chris Peterson. He went and got Chris Peterson. He was on the staff and on the team that brought you Nick Saban. I I know that there's going to be some buzz, and I know I already know that there's some buzz about that, that building being split. Edo, Scott Woodward, come together, work together, go get your man. You, you, you bum-fumbled some stuff without getting some hires in here to start with. Now, I know you wanted the seasons to be over with. You wanted Cincinnati to be done. You wanted other things to be done. But now it's time to row. You've had your you've had ducks in a row and ready to go. Now go get them. You've had weeks. You better, listen, you, know, you guys know how I can get heated on this sucker. You better go get them. And I get sometimes things don't work out, but you better go get them. Hey, if his wife is coming down, his wife wants to be a part of the interview, hell yeah. His wife comes down here, you give her everything she wants. I'll, I'll rent out a blacked-out Escalade to go pick them up at the airport and do whatever she wants. Sorry, I kind of went off there. Um, Billy says, you got to sell Freeman's wife. It won't be all money, just saying. It's never just all money, but if you tell this man... Hey, you're making $600,000 right now. We're going to put a one in front of that, and you're going to make $1.6 million? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Y'all act like this stuff is just overnight, you know, oh, well, you got to sell it to him. Sell him what? So you mean to tell me that I have some of the best talent the SEC and college football has to offer, and I make more money than I do at Cincinnati, and it's a springboard to get me into the NFL or a head coaching job, damn right he's going to do it. He be- If he doesn't, something terribly went wrong. Terribly went wrong. No matter what they tell you, is if he goes back to, to Cincinnati, something terribly went wrong. Uh, Mickey says, ask Blake, why do you think uh, Racing McMath is going to the draft? Do you think he'll be drafted? To be honest, I don't. Um, I don't know if he'll be drafted tonight, but he plays really good special teams, and they love special teams. They love, they love special teams. Fake Les Miles says, if Freeman is going to be our Wednesday, or is going to be in BR Wednesday, 
Do you think a part of the interview is already done uh, to get that far? Yes, I do. Actually, I don't think I know it has. Zoom is a beautiful human being. Skype is... Guys, listen, you know what, what's crazy about all of this? I'm in my house. I'm literally in my house streaming to three services with 307 of you. And I'm at home. You mean to tell me that? And, and look at this picture right here. Whiskey bat, uh, whiskey bin hat company. Hell yeah. Justin says we got to hire Kevin Mawai immediately. We'll see, Jeff. Uh, I mean, Justin, we'll see. We'll see about that. Oh, man. Y'all look who it is. It's country. Country's back. What's going on, country? Hey! What's up, country? It says, ask Blake, is there a raising corn frame? All right. Everybody that's just watching the show, me and country, we're cool. We talk. We're cool. So I'm not making fun of country. We, me and him are cool. He says, ask Blake, is there a reason a core former hadn't been upgraded to D.C. coordinator? He doesn't want to be one. He's gotten the opportunities. Um, he's gotten the opportunities. If all else fails, he might be a D.C. If it gets really bad, he might be a D.C. Uh, ask Blake, rumors saying Chris Garrett is headed to BR to be an O.C. end zone paint guy. Can you confirm? Um, I'll call him. I'll call him. Be like, Coach, what's going on here? He might be. He's the best in the business. Absolutely best in the business. No question about that. But note 29, his team is in the uh, national championship game, the Buckeyes. Ask Freeman. I mean, ask Freeman. Ask Blake. LSU should get Kerry Combs. Then Ohio State can get Freeman. You don't need Freeman. And quite honestly, Oh, yeah, you got to national title game. What would you do? LSU actually wins them. You don't. <laughs> you know, I'm just joking. I'm just joking, Bucknut. <laughs> he says, I wasn't sure. Thanks, says country about Corey Raymond. Yeah, he doesn't. He, he don't want it. I mean, he, <laughs> he's gotten the opportunities to go elsewhere and do it. Jacob Cole says, country. Yeah, country's back. DeAndre says, ask Blake, here and TJ Finley may transfer. Also, any update on Brian Thomas Jr.? Uh, yes, looking like he might. I mean, we all see what he... he <laughs> look, I've seen it. You've seen it. Everybody's seen it. Uh, also, any upgrade on Brian Thomas Jr.? Not really. Not really. I mean, his name's still out there. Obviously, we know that he's not going to be going to Bama because they've gotten all their spots uh, taken care of. Okay, a couple more. We're going to get on out of here. Chad Brown says, ask Blake, how quick... Well, they announced the D.C. and O.C. this week, question mark. I, they better. I, I expect it. Um, hmm. How do I want to say this? Uh, Chad, if you have, if it's your first time watching AYS and people who know the, like their news we report, um, I'd wait tomorrow. Watch what we do tomorrow. <laughs> Chat, uh, Craig, uh, Craig Schilling, you in here? You might want to get one of these, boy. You know what I'm saying? Hey, is uh, is Jake Pete's going to be the next offensive coordinator? Likely. Don't know. Again, it's fluid. I, I need to stop playing around because I know what y'all do. Oh, Blake Rafito said Jake Pete's next offensive coordinator. <laughs> it's looking that way, y'all. It's it, it, it's looking that way. Uh, Blake Press AYS reports it first. Yeah, we try. Like, we're not always the first, but we get it accurate. I'd rather be dead last, and, dead last and accurate 
than first and crappy. Like yesterday, there were some reports coming out there saying, uh, Jake Peach is gonna, has, has confirmed to be the next offensive coordinator. He just got an interview. <laughs> Come on, dog. I mean, yes, they did some preliminary stuff, but negotiations are underway. The reason that man's coming in here, they talking about money, and they want to show him around. That's really what the interview's about. They ain't agreed to nothing. And that man, look, Philadelphia's coming to call in too. Oh, he's the next AOC. Man, y'all got to be careful with some of them leaks. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hold on. We might got some breaking news up in this thing. Hold on. I'm reading it. I don't like pauses on the show. I do not like pauses. Hold on. I'm trying to verify something. I'm not doing this because we're on the show. I'm not doing this because we're on the show. And there we go. Um, breaking. Panthers OC Joe Brady, a bright up-and-coming offensive mind, receives requests from the Pan- uh, from the Falcons, Texans, Chargers to interview for the vacant head coaching job. Well, there you go. There you go. That might be why his guys are, are, are wanting to go. There you are. So that makes me feel a lot. Uh, <laughs> Craig Schilling says, is that sexy? But like, probably not. I might have to consult my wife on that one. Probably not. Uh, Bart says, Miles retweeted of Shanahan's coming back tweet. Makes me think he's coming back. Yeah, country, he's coming back. He's going to try everything to come back. But again, they're going to go in there and try to make sure and see what he's doing. Um, And they're going to see who the offensive coordinator is. And DJ knows him. But look, it, it... Whoever it is, if they don't want if they don't want Miles, he ain't gonna be there. But I think that he can compete. But he better be damn get, damn well sure better than everybody else. Sir seven eight eight zero eight eight zero four four one eight six seven five three zero nine says, "Ask Blake why no real interest in Joe Moorhead since he basically groomed Joe Brady." Because did you watch the Oregon football bowl game? God, they sucked. The offensive play calling sucked. Sucked. All right, a couple more. We're going to get out of here. Mickey says, ask Blake, if this coaching staff doesn't work, how long will it take before they give up on O? Very quickly. Very, very quickly. Just got another text saying that Texans really like Joe Brady. This is also fluid, man. This is also fluid. But I'm going to tell you this right now. Two of his guys are coming to LSU for an interview. Hmm. You mean to tell me that man doesn't know where he's going? Okay. Hmm. Makes me feel a little bit better. But okay, there we go. All right. You know what? Let's do let's do five more. Scroll the comments, boy. I had it up there earlier. Oh, okay. Well, look, look. I mean, we on the show. You got to send it direct mail, Stephen Miller. <laughs> y'all know I'm. Y'all know I'm pretty much out of here. I'm out of here. When it, look, I ain't got nothing going on when I'm in here with you guys. Only thing I care about is the two things that are in that room right there, and they both have my last name. Oh goodness, Blaine Smith says Lawn Sullivan is okay. We're gonna move on from that one. Um, Sean says, ask Blake, who's going to wear number seven next season? Man, I'm going to be honest with you. I like that, but I don't know. 
I don't I don't know. Um uh, I I'm not man, I'm not trying to duck your question. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I really I don't want to say I don't care. I like the tradition. If if Stingley wants it, give it to Stingley. But he needs to earn that thing now. Like he earned it as a freshman. He took off last season. TJ says, ask Blake with returning the D-line players and LSU getting Freeman. So you think O conceives him or convinces him to go to a 4-2-5? Four, four, I think that he's going to go with a scheme. I, that guy's run multiple fronts. He's going to do what a scheme tells him to do. If he's got two really beast-like defensive ends, B.J. Ojolari, Ali Gay, who's not a, a prototypical uh, stand-up guy, he's going to do he's going to do what his, his personnel tells him to do. He's going to completely t- do what his personnel tells him to do. Chase Hoyt says, just like when Joe Brady's wife said, take a pick at Natty, saying we gone. Hmm. Good for Joe Brady, man. Good for Joe Brady. All right, last one. Derek says, ask Blake, do you think Freeman could jump into the NFL with Urban if he takes a Jags job? Not sure. But that man wants $12 million a year. Man, I told y'all he didn't turn Texas down. I came on this show and said that man ain't turned no damn Texas down. He just wanted way too much money. Texas wouldn't give it to him. And Shad Khan, the owner of the Jags, is going to give that man $12 million to coach. You watch what I'm telling you. Are they going to be in talks about it? He's a slam dunk head coach. He's a slam dunk hire. I know he hadn't been in the NFL, but he's a slam dunk coach. Go get him. Uh, Facebook comments are call are um good on mind then, dog. Might be just you. All right, well we'll do this. We'll get on here on that one, guys. We got a lot of stuff we're gonna be talking about this week. We'll continue to monitor monitor the uh, the coaching uh, uh, searches and do not forget to go on WBRZ at ten o'clock. We will be live from there, a recorded, so we'll see about that. All right, guys, we'll see you soon. We'll see you tomorrow, and we hope to have you some more news tomorrow about the LSU coaching search. Y'all have a good night. Peace out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.